Yep, you ready? Let's do this. We, we live. We record. Oh, I was waiting for you to give me the, in, the, the go ahead for the intro. The red, the red light's what on. What up, what up, what up, what up? Yo, we are back for episode 10. Brown, 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 brown. We got to get some sound effects or something so that we can we can make our noise. But yo, we made it to episode 10. Um, Jumping down the rabbit hole. You know who it is, Cat in the Hat. I got a beret on today, though. <laughs> yo, this is Mr. Misfit. Uh, yo, double digits. We are here. We are here. Um, I got a couple of questions for my co-host. Yo, why your voice sound like that? Because I was yelling at kids all weekend. Um, so I'm doing coaching. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to excuse my voice. I, I was yelling at little kids with encouragement. Don't uh, want to sound like I was... Get back on defense. <laughs> I was, that there was abusive tones Hands here. up. Yeah, his hands up. Move your like, feet. What are you doing? No, what are you doing? Um, you got it. You got it. Uh, so I lost. I'm losing my voice. I feel like a little bit. Um, we might need to do like a voiceover, like yeah, something. Give so me some auto tune. Like so I might not be talking as much today. Rest my rest my voice. But um, yeah, that's why my voice sounds like that. So the other question I have is. Being that today is the 22nd, is that right? Yeah, the 22nd of April. Do you feel like people who aren't kind to the environment should be charged more to people who are being kind to the environment? No, because I'm not being kind to the environment. <laughs> so the, the reason today I... Today is Earth Day. Today is Earth Day. But today the real, is Earth Day. Today is Earth Day, right? I would have got fine. And so, no, the reason I say that is because there... I was in San Francisco. Yes. And they charged me extra... For not having my own bag at the Target. Yes, that is very frequent in San Francisco. And so I wonder that, like, hey, I believe that if there should be there should be two ways. I believe that it should be if you are helping the environment, like there should be benefits for you. Like if you got if you got an electric car, there should be tax benefits. You got solar panels, there should be tax benefits. Yeah. But I also believe, like, yo, if you got a gas guzzler, like you got a V12 out here, you should get dinged. Like, I also believe that, like. Hey, if you have, if you don't come with your own bags, like yo, you should, like at this point in 2018, 2014s when like the totes and everything first started coming out, I can understand. But like now in 2018, like yes, you should be charged like extra like five, ten cents per the bag. Expressions of uh, this podcast are not reflected. No, um, no, I'm not, I'm not against it. They're actually doing that in Austin. Um, my mom, who lives in Austin, she has to do that. I'm not against that. Um, the penalties, man, no. We, we trying to make it as it is. You trying to hit us with something else. No, I mean, that's, that's a legitimate, like, that's a legitimate argument because Volvo made the stance last year that starting by, I think, like 2018 or 2019, it was an even number, the 2018 or 2020, that they were no longer going to make gas-only cars. Okay. That it was either going to be a hybrid or a full mm-hmm. electric. Okay. And so that's a step in the right direction. So you're talking about companies, you're talking about individuals. Both. <laughs> like, like, no, both. man. Like, like, because, again, why, why you think that you, you're being kind to the environment one way, so that it's important to know that the two biggest contributors to pollution are food I agree. and clothes. I, I completely agree with that. But at least when you go buy the food, bring your own bag. All right, guys. So... Mr. Mississippi says bring your own bags. I can get with that. Bring your own bags. Like. Bring your own bags. 
Bring your own uh, shopping cart. If you're in New York, you know what we're talking about. So um, that's fair. Fashion, I, I, I can't. I can. There's, there's a such thing as sustainable fashion, but there's also the other part of it is rebuying existing clothes. Yeah, I mean, and, just, and, I'm just not about fast fashion. Like, so, I mean, some in some cases, yes, I think that we should be penalized, and in other cases, may, maybe not so much. That might be another great episode. Yeah, we're about to jump down the road. That's not what we're talking about. Today. That's not what we're supposed to schedule talking about. But I mean, like, isn't that the same thing as recycling? Like, if you buying vintage clothes. Or you buying something secondhand, like you a not only you're saving it from the landfill, but the pollution has already been. If you take a pollution to person ratio, yeah, like, I mean I can go with that. Because because you figure the fast fashion, no one's reselling that. Yeah. It ends up it might it might end up at Goodwill, but anyway. So what we were talking about, episode number nine, was about. Uh, we were on a travel kick, and we were talking about life, um, flight hacks and how those flight hacks go. So now we're kind of mapping out your entire trip. So you, you know, you got to the airport, you, you know, you did all your your you did all your hacks to get in, get out. You got to the airport, you flew, you're in a flight, you got your book, you know, you got you, you got your movies on Netflix, you know, queued it all up, you got your podcast. Now you land, and you took mass transit, or you took Uber Pool, or what have you. Got a nice little scenic tour of the city. Uh, you asked your your Uber driver like the certain places that they, there should be local, and so now you arrive at your hotel. I said, did we get that far? I thought we did. Uh, well, let's let's do a, re, a revamp. So after you get off the flight, make sure that you. Collect your bags. Time. No, collect your <laughs> collect your bags. Well, hopefully you didn't check, unless you were doing some extensive travel. I never check bags. So my, my my next upcoming trip. Sorry, I take that back. No. no, my my next upcoming trip, I might need to check a bag because I'm going to New York and I know I'm coming back with some things, and I'm taking some things there. So it, there's a good chance, and I'm also traveling with my wife. She 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 got the, the platinum status, so I get to check bag free. Oh, I was wow. traveling by myself. Best believe. I'm checking. <laughs> I am carrying on back. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying. So one of the things is, A, if you're flying Delta, which I exclusively fly, uh, shout out to Delta, I, you get notifications of your bags being checked and being scanned, and they, they let you know where your baggage claims at. And so I have the luxury of flying into airports that I know frequently as far as uh, Atlanta, LaGuardia, JFK, Newark. I know those airports very well and know how to get to the baggage claim pretty quickly. Picking out my bag and baggage claims, not a problem. And so you get there, and the first thing you do when you get off of the plane, you can wait to call your Uber or your Lyft mm. to prevent a surge. Because if you ever notice, there's a whole bunch of planes landing at one time. Like if you wait 30 minutes, usually what I'll do is I'll go to the bathroom, freshen up a little bit. So we talked about last week. We talked about, you know, like, hey, let me just wash my face. You know, I might just have a T-shirt on. Or I might be walking in right into a business meeting. Like, hey, let me put the shirt on versus this. Oh, let me actually tie my tie. Might swap my shoes. Oh, shout out, before we get too deep into this, shout out to Friends of the Pod, Corporate Lunch. They are listening to us, or we are in the same like mindset. Their previous podcast that aired this past week was about travel hacks and how to travel 
efficiently. Um, and it was um, those guys are great. If you ever have, I'm, pl- I'm plugging them. If you ever have an opportunity to get to listen to them in corporate lunch, I think it's really, really dope. Shout out to Will. Uh, the next time Will comes into Atlanta, he, he'll go to Sid Mashburn, and I'll try to meet up with him. We'll see. But uh, they, they, that was a really good podcast. Um, we're doing a little bit of a deeper dive uh, into that traveling process, and we're going really deep. They kind of went a little wide, but it was a really dope podcast. So you, you, you're sitting there. You're like, all right, now I need to call you Uber. Always maximize Uber Pool, especially if you're not in a rush. Uh, Uber Pool usually has a, a lower rate but a longer time frame. So you get you get you got that you're going to baggage claim. Yep. Don't call your Uber until you actually get your bag. I highly advise that because I've done that and the Uber driver called me. Hey, I'm outside door or something such. I was like, hold on a second, I ain't got my bag yet. Cancel. <laughs> no, don't. I mean, be careful with cancels because Uber will hit you with with rates. But um, one of the one of the the good hacks with traveling is you tie. To kind of have your bag stand out from the mm-hmm. others, like whether it's a, a nifty luggage tag, which I'm actually personally in hunt of, because I actually got to upgrade my carry-on, not my carry-on, my carry-on luggage. I just got a new one. My check bag, my Samsonite, done, it's yeah. finished. Okay. Like it's not you. traveling another mile. Okay. And so I am now getting ready to go to a uh, an away luggage. So my, my Michael Andrew. Yes. How do you feel about the away collections like all the technology is now starting to be crammed into bags like you know your bag got a bluetooth your bag got can charge your phone and your ipad your bag can tell you where it's at in in the world through an app like is that over is that overly excessive is that too much is it like how how do you feel about it and then how do you personally feel how do you feel about it as a like an industry but also how do you personally feel about it like are you tech savvy enough like I need to know where my luggage is at no I'm not tech savvy enough and again I'm checking my luggage uh, <laughs> um, and, and you know what interestingly enough for me I would I would be more inclined to check my luggage I think we talked about this last time and have a bag actually in like a side compartment mm-hmm. that then I can ship either ship back or I can um, check when I'm coming back when we're coming back, we don't really mind that much about checking bags. Right, because it's like I, I spent more. I'll come home. Tell us about that service that when you went to Dubai, and that service that picks up your, picks up, picks up your your bags before you even leave, um, like two days before, and you just tell them your destination and it's there. Okay, you would put me on the spot. Uh, no, so while you're looking up, at least tell us about the process. So the process is, um, so now, now you know, people can't do two things at once, but the process is... This is why we need an intern. Yeah, so the process is essentially you um, you pack your bags, you place them, you know, like you can put them on your doorstep, you can leave them at the front desk or whatever. The um, service will come pick up your bags and then they will transport them to... Your destination domestically and internationally. Just international, I think it takes like two to three days. Um, but if it's local, it could be like same day. Like so, when you're traveling out, you can get that out and um, it'll arrive just just about when you are um, when you're landing. Um, so it's an awesome service. It it is a little more expensive. I think it's like um, something like twelve hundred dollars a year, or they'll do like 
different. I mean, <laughs> Yo, so for frequent, tra- frequent travelers, or um, I think they do do they do do individual deliveries. The problem is that they're going to base that based on weight, um, and it's going to be significantly higher um, than you know than if you're checking your bag at the right. Uh, but I guess it's, it's it's more so of a convenience. Like it's if, super convenient. if if I got like two trunks that I'm traveling yeah. with, like. Um, that, that can make sense. I, I will say to to stay down on, on this luggage tip is I always wanted a globe trotter luggage piece of luggage yeah. like that. Always that classical. Um, it, it it's partially tied to my love with James Bond and that whole uh that whole aesthetic that he has. Yeah. But um, when I found out how much it costs, and even now I'm at the point in my life where I can't afford it. I'm scared to check it because I was like, I don't need those scars on my on my luggage. So so the um so the company's called Luggage Free. Um, you can get it all set up um for free, um and then they'll tell you uh what the what the uh, price will be. You can go next af- next morning, next afternoon, two day, three day, five day. Now here's the good thing about that: if you know that your trip is gonna be five days out, then you can always choose five day and have it shipped or have it picked up the week before you leave, or two, you know, five days before you right. leave. And then once you arrive at your hotel, even if it's early there, they're gonna put that in a in a temporary storage. And you can have it taken care of there. So that would be good for like the McAllisters. Yep. And the McAllisters I'm referring to are it's Home, home alone. alone. Yeah. <laughs> so where they were, it was eight of them traveling. Yeah. Sitting on this. Like thing. that would that would have worked for them, but for like me going to to Italy, it won't make any sense. Well, potentially you got to price it out. I think that. Well, I I say that also because the check bags are free. <laughs> our first oh, yeah, bag yeah, is free. Yeah, so yeah. like so me our first and second bag with with yeah, both me and my wife travel. But if you are a person who has those luxuries that he has, then you know <laughs> it's a benefit. But, yeah. <laughs> the, the, yes, the benefits. Um so now we since you have either checked it or you have um or you have used luggagefree.com, luggagefree, you know, shameless plug, holla at us, you know. We love to test out your services. Um, and you have called, you contacted your Uber after the surge, and then you have also done hotels tonight to figure out what your hotel is going to be. Yes. So who, those who don't know, hotel tonight is an app. I got exposed to it at the time when I was living in New York. I used it recently when I went to Philadelphia and it is an app that maximizes. It's almost like a reverse surge where it maximizes unbooked rooms at locations. And Hotel Tonight benefits, uh, the more you use, the more you get benefits and you unlock certain uh, price rates or rates for rooms. But also what it does is that the later you book it in your location, you get better rates. So this is one of those, you got to have a look, you got to gamble just a little bit and book your hotel. This half hour that we were talking about while you wait for the surge, you look for your hotel at that point. You look at the it's called a geo rate that comes up on hotels tonight and that means based on your ge- your geographical location is based on the rate that you can maximize and so when i went to philadelphia i didn't book my hotel until i landed mm-hmm. and i was doing the exact same thing i was waiting for the surge to, to go down on uber 
and I booked my hotel. And on top of that, I did an Uber pool because I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I was in no rush. Yeah. I, I didn't have anywhere to go for another three to four hours. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, hey, you know what? Why not? Why not maximize the time? Yeah. That I had. And so Hotel Tonight is a, it's a, it's a dope app. I really don't. I, I, I will say I am solely, as far as last minute bookings, I am loyal to that app. To that app. Okay. Uh, as far as Hotel Tonight. So. Uber pool, get to the hotel. Now what? You gotta go check in. There are some hotels that actually have remote check in where your phone serves as your key card. That's okay. pretty dope. There, there's a really nice hotel, Hotel Indigo, in mm-hmm. Athens, Georgia, that okay. does that, okay. where you don't even need to talk to anybody. Like it's all you, you, you do the mobile check in. It generates a, a QR code, and you kind of scan your QR code at the door and you're in. Okay. The dope part is is that you there's a card in there that you do have to take with you because that card prevents you from putting the lights keeping the lights on. Like you pull the card out of the little oh, yeah, socket and it, yeah. all the lights go out. Yeah. So that's you know, plug for for Earth Day, that's pretty dope. And their their rooms is pretty dope there too. Um so one of the things is that when you check in one of the hacks is always ask request for early check-in if you can. Like as soon as you book it, call and say, hey, look, I just made this reservation. I want an early check-in, especially if you're flying in earlier than the check-in time. And yeah. most hotels check-in times what, like 3 o'clock? So if it's one of those like, hey, you know what, you want to get into your room, you, they can always hold your bags and stuff like that so that way you don't have to worry about that. And if, if you tip the, bell, the bellman and it's usually a, a certain caliber hotel, they will put the bags inside of your room. For you, yeah. For you, which is a really nice service, and then also I always request a late checkout. Yeah. I always always request a late checkout, so that way usually checkouts like oh 12, and depending on if you're checking out on a Sunday and they know there's a big influx of people leaving, they're cool with it. If you're checking out like a Saturday morning, they might not be as cool with it because they need to turn over that room. Yeah. So usually checkouts by noon, you can push to one two. There's been times I've been in Miami and checked out like four because it was a Sunday. Like it was one of those like you you weren't getting anyone coming in. Yeah. So that's a really good thing. The other thing to ask for after check-in is additional bottles of water. Hotels usually have bottles of water. They have the ones that they charge for and they have the free ones. If you ask like, hey, you know, can I get a extra couple of bottles of water? They'll be like, oh, great. We'll give you a couple of extra bottles of water. Also, ask, find out what the bar and restaurant hours are. Yeah. Because those are usually, like, especially, like, the late night you're coming in. Either you want a nightcap or you need to sober up with some food. <laughs> uh, you don't want to go to Waffle House. Right, you don't want to end up going to Waffle House. That could be a good option. Um, I always ask about the gym and the pool, even, even if I'm not prepared to. Yeah. I also try, now that I am in my training season with the triathlons, I will always ask that ahead of time of the hotel like hey do you guys have a lap pool do you have your gym and i would bring workout clothes with me so that way i can continue my training like it never stops yeah um a couple other things you asked for is how close you this is the other thing your room it also depends on how you are going to live your time in this city yeah if you're really there like for example in miami you're only in your room to change you know, have some physical activity, yes. 
and yes. to sleep. So if your room faces a courtyard, like you're cool. Yeah, like yeah. it's not it's not a big deal. But if you actually plan to spend plan plan to spend like a significant amount of time in your room and not on the beach, then you want to choose your room choices accordingly. So I'm one of those like especially if I go to Miami, I'm like yeah look I don't care where it's at because I'm only there literally shower change and sleep. Like I don't I'm not hanging out in the room. Yeah. Uh, too often. Like I don't need to have ocean view. Or when I went on my honeymoon, we wanted to have an ocean view. That was yeah. a little different. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that, but also ask how close your room is to the elevator, and that depends, like I said, on how often you're going to be in the room. Especially in Miami, the elevator room across from the elevator can get a little loud. Uh, if you if you're also concerned with the what how close you are to a smoking room. Yeah. I had this issue. When I was in, I think I was in a hotel in Tallahassee, the smoking room was right next door to me. Granted, mm-hmm. this was, Tallahassee was almost 10 years ago. This okay. was this was 09. Okay. And the smoking room was right next door to mine. Like, I had a non-smoking room. Was, my room model has been smoking. And so, some people are super sensitive to that. Some people aren't. I don't necessarily care for my, I don't mind if I... Cigar smoke and pipe smoke, that's a different type of tobacco yeah. versus Cigarette. like Newports. No disrespect to Newport smokers out there or Virginia Slims or Marbles or whatever. I'm just not looking to have that like, experience. I'm just not one of those for that experience. So that's fair. Um, So how do you feel about like us? Cause my one of my acts is is talking to the concierge. I was a concierge for a residence. Never really worked in a hotel space, um, but we we worked even with the residents as concierge to form relationships with with uh, other concierge around the city. And I think that that is a underutilized. Is an underutilized service in a modern day society where we have our phones, we can, you know, ask Siri, all these different types of things. It's a different, it's a different, uh, it's a different experience. So, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't never used that shit. Um, but mainly because I usually have a set agenda when I'm in this city. Uh It's I'm not usually free willing it. Like I'll free will it to where I'm staying. But once I'm there, like, I know, like, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. But I will say the one time I did maximize a concierge service was when I went to Vegas. Okay. And they got us tickets to the Cirque du Soleil show. And they, they found us, like, some really good rates and everything like yeah. that. So that was a really dope um, opportunity. Also, when I was in Mexico, I used a concierge because I went to exchange money. Okay. And they were like, you can do it. It was like, right now, the best rate would be here or downtown. And just gave me a little bit of guidance on that as far as that. Also, they made sure that we were registered for, we went zip line and we were in, in in Mexico. Okay. And they made sure that, hey, we're going to get you a cab at this time for you. Because that was already plugged in, like, in our reservation when, uh-huh. what activities we want to do on what dates. And so they were like, okay, we'll make sure we have transportation things set up for you. And so that, in those two instances, the concierge was great. I didn't speak to the concierge when I went to Philly because I was kind of like, A, it was Philly. Uh, and no disrespect to Philly, but it was one of those, like, I knew where I wanted to go. Yeah. 
And so I think that would be pretty dope. Like when we go to, we spoke to the concierge when we were in Paris. Yeah. It was bonjour, Mr. Harry's. <laughs> so it was, uh, that was pretty neat. Yeah. Because we were, we were looking, we were trying to figure out train times and stop locations and there was something else we were trying to figure out. And I think also there we requested a late checkout. Yeah, I mean, as you should. And that was, so here's here's an opportunity where it went a little, we requested a architectural view in that hotel, which was a view Mr. of the street. Misfit, I'm sure, requested that the wifey did not, Mr. Misfit definitely requested an architecture because his wife wouldn't have thought to ask him that. But no, the crazy part, we only looked up the window like three times. I'm sure. <laughs> so... But that was, I mean, it was beneficial to, um, we were right down the street from the Arc uh, de Triumph. And so, like, we could slightly see it. Mm. But it was, essentially, it was a street view. And, uh-huh. that, and that makes sense because of the architecture of when the street that we're yeah. on. So, that, that makes sense. So, you're... Well, look, well, actually, also, let me tell you what you should ask the concierge for when you're there. Because I don't know, con- I don't use the service. You should, you, you should actually ask the concierge about five things that you should do. Because here's the thing, like, concierge is going to ask questions that you're probably not going to ask yourself. Like, what are you really interested in experiencing while you're here? Because, again, we have visitors who may come in um, if I'm doing, you know, some help with, with some homies uh, at some of the businesses that, that I work with. They'll say, well, how'd you hear about it? Well, we wanted to do this, so we yelped it. Um but that minimizes your experience. So if I have a guy who says I wanted to smoke smoke a cigar, so I just requested the best cigar spots, we're one of the top, you know, people who show up, which is amazing. But we offer so many other things. You can do drinks, you can watch the game, you can um, eat there. Uh, and so a concierge is going to ask and probe. A good concierge is going to ask and probe. What are you looking to do? How many people are going with you? Is it a family, or is it just the two of you guys, or is it just you as a as an individual? Are you looking to do something that's going to be exciting and engaging? Are you looking to mix and mingle, socialize? Do you want to just kind of keep things low key, and then they'll be able to give you the necessary recommendations. But um, while Yelp is great, I think the Yelp is going to be limited on what you want, and it's probably going to provide you with too many options versus. If you ask the concierge, where do you want, you know, the concierge, uh, what would you recommend? What's five things that you would recommend? They're going to give you not only the top five things, but generally speaking, they'll give you something that you may not have thought about. So the other thing about the con- the concierge is that they will also, like I said, the concierge caught, got us a good deal in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like they are, they have that ability to, based on their relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that a business that is solely based on, not solely based on it, but the foundation of it is based on relationships with certain venues? Like, if I go to New York, I'm pretty sure the concierge is going to, like, y'all want to go see Hamilton. They're going to be like, all right, I can get these tickets for you. Yeah. Or I can get these tickets for you. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, like I said, a good concierge, once they get hired on at a hotel, then they, what they do is... Um, they go to their block, so they go within like a, a half mile radius, mm-hmm. and they go to the different businesses and or establishments, and they let them know that they're working there. Um, and they, again, if you guys are looking to get into certain levels of hospitality, one of the first things you want to do is just ask for a manager so that you guys can exchange numbers, 
and information so that they know that you're there. Then they go um, maybe after six months to a mile radius or two mile mm-hmm. radius, and they keep on expanding out. And the reason being is because in that time you're able to not just be on a first name basis with somebody. They actually know who you are um, on a more personable level. So it's not just, oh yeah, I know him, you know, I know him by name, but they're like, oh, we've hung out. He's had drinks with me. He's brought me over to his space for drinks. I brought him over to my spot, you know, my establishment for drinks. And we've had a really good conversation. But it is their job to, a good concierge, it is his job to know where to go and then also give you access to those to those things. Because those people can give you the access you gonna, you're going to want to deal with on a you know, more frequent basis. And the people who you have access for, you usually have done enough favors for as well to make sure that they're good. So, yeah. It's a little bit of both. Okay. All right. So, you now get to the hotel. You got your, you got your, you spoke to the concierge. You got that planned out. You go upstairs. You hit the elevator. You go to the room. Mike, what's the first thing you do when you get in the room? Unpack them clothes. Completely. Completely. Get your drawers out. Unpack your socks. Let your shoes breathe. Unfold your, you know, unfold your jacket. That, that's a little more than I would do. Cause I'm doing all of it. So here's my thing. I don't trust the drawers in hotels. Okay. I will hang up everything that needs to be hung up. Okay. And I will take the shoes out and do that. I would definitely, first thing I'm doing, very first thing I'm doing, is I'm pulling out the luggage rack. I'm putting my luggage down. I'm opening up my luggage, and I'm lighting my travel candle. This misfit would have a travel candle. So I think a travel candle is important because... Hotel rooms have certain smells, and not bad smells. I mean, if, if there is a smell, you're like, oof, you might want to go back downstairs and get a new room. Yeah, but okay. they also have like a, almost sometimes like a sterile smell. Some of the higher-end hotels have personalized scents mm-hmm. uh, or fragrances. Uh, like the Gansvorts always smell a certain way. The W smell a certain way. And so I actually prefer a more of a personal scent, uh, which I actually have here. While we're here, this is... Um, bergamot and, and is that rose or rose bergamot and rose and it's the Volupsa, uh men um macaroon collection because mm. it's shaped like a macaroon mm. so it's small enough your travel candle when i call it a travel candle it's small it's small enough that it can fit in the suitcase it's it is wax you just carry that with a box of uh, matches you get in there you light that you let that start you start to kind of personalize the room. I've seen it, not seen it, but I've heard that people actually take down pictures and put up their own pictures. Yeah, that's, that that's, that's, that's... Well, I mean, unless you're going to be there for a minute. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's work. That's work, but... That's about a little different. Um, You didn't know we was on that, uh, on that high-end macaroon candles. This is the joint I had. Um, sorry, we're, we're, now we're smelling up my travel candles. Oh, sorry, that's the... Okay, I do like so, that. So, so with the travel candles, you kind of, you know, light your candle. You kind of make the space your own, and then I will unplug my headphones and play the music. And it's more now it's become it's more of a ritual. Like I, I don't lit the candles. I got the scents going. I got the tunes going. Yeah. And now it's like, hey, I get this mode like unpacking, 
hanging up things. Now I'm at the point where I am getting ready to call the front desk and say, hey, I need I need these items pressed and I need them back by this time frame, whether it's tonight, whether it's later on. A lot of hotels will give you that service as a complimentary. Mm-hmm. Some services will, some of them will say, hey, we need to pay for it. And that, that all depends, like as great as you can pack. There's certain things you can't iron. Like, for, for example, this is the first time, second time, excuse me, that I'm traveling with my tuxedo. The yeah. first time was only a flight to Richmond, so it was it was real quick. Yeah. And it wasn't a lot in the bag. A week in Italy, and I'm taking one one check bag. That whole that as good mind you, I'm taking taking probably three suits. Yeah. The tuxedo being one of them, I'm gonna need to go ahead and get get that press. And so, get the luggage rack. Light the candle, unpack, unpack all your toiletries, so that way, if you, it just feels, it's level of ease where it doesn't feel like you're living outside of your suitcase. I don't unpack mine. I still keep my socks and underwear and stuff like that in mine. But I, what I will do is I already don't have my laundry bag, and what I mean by laundry bag is to separate the clean from the dirty, close it when you're going back to repack it. Yeah. There's, here's a hack. If you forgot that bag or you don't have that bag, there's always a bag inside the hotel. It's a plastic bag. It's not huge, but it's about the size of a carry-on bag, plastic. You can always use that bag to store yeah. all your your soiled linen, as they call it. And so... Oh, no, no you are soiling <laughs> your linen, though. But that's... That's an item that you can kind of use to separate. And so that makes it, when you're packing up, it makes it way easier. Like, hey, all this dirty stuff is here. All the clean stuff is here. Mm. And while we're talking about unpacking and packing, like, how do you pack? Like, I know how I pack. Like, if you got a, if you got a four-day trip coming up, like, are you packing the night before? Are you packing, like, three days out? Like, my I, my wife packs, like, a, a week out. Like, she's packed. She's leaving oh, this no. weekend. And, like, you see the suitcase right there. Sorry, we're in the studio, my house. Um, the suitcase is there, and she's gonna start packing tonight for a trip on Thursday. Oh uh, yeah, no, I, I'm usually a few times six hours before I like, you know, and it's not the best way to pack. Um, but for me, what I've noticed is the longer time that I have, the more stuff that I end up packing. You know, so, end up overpacking. And I way overpack, and I know that our, you know, um, our FOPs. Um, from corporate lunch will be like I think in their interview they were saying they're not worried about overpacking I am because that bag is heavy <laughs> even taking it from baggage claim to to the uh, to the to the Uber or even if I just have a carry on like if you guys have ever traveled to airports those terminals can be extremely long like right that's and, why I got rid of the duffel bag yeah so I don't want to carry those things so um yeah, I mean, for me, probably, like, anywhere between 6 and 24 hours. I'm about the same. I, I, I do this weird thing is I start to mentally pack. Okay. Like, where I'm thinking of, you know, keep eye on the weather. Yeah. Keep eye on this. And, like, so when I went to London, I made that very simple. I packed all my favorites. I packed my two pa- favorite. I figured, like, all right, a pair of jeans, two pairs of corduroys. Yeah. My one fa- pair of favorite jeans. My two favorite pair of corduroys. Yeah. Like, and so that way you're never caught off guard. Like, you pack all your favorites. 
especially when you have a wardrobe thanks to style architects where everything goes <laughs> where everything goes that that way like you don't have to worry about matching like all i'm concerned about is the weather yeah and saying like okay hey as long as the weather's consistent like london the weather london and paris the weather was consistent even when it did get warm i was still prepared for it and so that's the easy way i'll do i'll start mentally packing like i i would always if i'm going someplace for five days i'm taking five pairs um excuse me i'm taking 10 pairs of underwear and socks like i'm just one of those like you never go too too wrong on that and so but packing your favorites like my favorite t-shirts like your favorite dress shirts and stuff like that you can't really go wrong like you don't and I think guys, we underthink it, and I think this is an assumption that I think women overthink it because they never want to be caught in the same thing twice. Me, I may be wearing the same thing twice, but it's it's in a it's a it's a different setup. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, in reality, some of you guys may not be as forthright as we are when it comes to. Um, when it comes to clothing, so really a good pair of denim and a good pair of chinos will get you through five days for for the average guy. You know, and you know this shoes. Yeah, and make sure that your shoes are are on point. And I always like to make like a recommendation to to also get your shoes out just so that they can breathe. Like if they've been compacted, it'll allow them to get their shape back. Um. I, I, interestingly enough, I, like, one of the first things that I do when I get into a hotel a lot of times is I christen the bathroom, either by taking care of business or by taking a shower. Um, really? I don't know why, but it always makes me, like, any place that you can take a shit, excuse my vulgarity, but any place that you can do that, I always feel like you have to have a certain level of comfort for it. So another I, another reason to light the candle first. Yeah, light the candle, make sure that you don't have no sense. But like that, and then also, and I actually don't take showers when I'm at hotels. I actually take baths if I can, if I can help it. I ain't got that time, yo. But that's what I'm saying. Because you don't use it, most people don't have the time or they don't have the space anymore for a, a tub experience. Right. Um, Not all the time, but at some point, I usually do make a point to try to take a mm-hmm. bath. Like, and just soak in that in that space um because now it's also important to to remember when we're giving you these hacks it's important to remember where you are and this is actually something we probably should talk about in pre-production is there's certain guys like we know that certain certain you know guys who are listeners and ladies who are listeners may have a certain price point Mm -hmm. um it's very different if you're staying at the w um or the Mondrian, or any one of these versus Holiday Inn Express, right? Versus a Homewood Suites, mm-hmm. um, Holiday Inn Express. You don't, you're not gonna have a concierge there. Your front desk person is gonna be your concierge, but it's still good to ask them what they should know about. Right. They may not have um, dry cleaning services, all those different types of things. Yeah, um, I don't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, in those spaces, so it's important for you to to, to remember that. And guys. But I also remember, also know that if you guys are coming in on the lower side, you guys may not have a a jacuzzi tub or a, a larger tub that you can take a bath in. So it is important that you have a spa-like experience where you can relax and kind of enjoy yourself if they don't offer spa. Service. I mean, here's the hack: like if you are staying at a Holiday Inn Express, find a local spa. 
Like, yeah, yeah, very true. That, that could be an option. The the question, uh, piggybacking off of um, corporate lunch, is do you travel with a steamer? I don't. Okay. I, I don't travel I have a travel steamer. steamer. I don't travel with it. Yeah, I don't travel with a steamer. Um, I, like, I, don't, I don't have time. I do travel with a spray bottle, though. That's not a bad, yeah, that's not a bad move. I do, so, sorry, to, to un- unpack this one a little bit. A water spray bottle, and actually I put the bottled water in it. That's the reason why I asked for the additional okay. bottle of water, is I would uh, create the environment of steam. And so there's two things. There's, like, direct steam applied and created by the iron. Like, when I iron at home, I spray in steam. Like, mm-hmm. I want that extra. Yeah. To, to knock out the wrinkles. No starch. And I did return that starch. Those two bottles of starches I was talking about, I did return it. Oh, okay. So, but the, when I travel, I have a, like a little small bottle, spray bottle, mm-hmm. and I would add that to water. So now if you get real fancy, you can actually apply a certain scent to your shirts. Through oh, yeah, that's what I do. You can add a, uh, a, there's a linen sprays you can get from certain places, and so you can add that to it. My, my cologne's oil-based, so I won't do that. With the so the, and all top of that, it's a little overkill. Yeah. Uh, but you, I would spray everything down and dampen everything. Well, and I, and I would say like even with even with oil-based colognes, like with you know um uh uh de parfum, like if you're doing those, sometimes I still will add a light oil, but I mean it'll be diluted. Right. I mean, so I may put a spray in there, mm. in a full you know in the full spray bottle. And by the time it dilutes, it still has a nice, a nice enough nice mist. Nice mist to it. And it, and and again, that's just another hack because it will allow you to reinforce like your scent. Um, and then also now your room has that has a scent has yeah. that scent and has that that fragrance with yeah. it. And so, and so what we're unofficially telling everyone is when you travel, you want to be as comfortable as you were, as you would be yeah. at home. Like, I had a standard when I first started traveling is that I only want to travel to places, not necessarily places, but I want my accommodation to be at minimum what my accommodations are, like, at home. Like, if I got three, four thousand, you know, three, four hundred thread count sheets or, like, it should look and feel as good or not better than my home. And so when I got to a certain point in life, like, I did cut out Holiday Inn Express and all those stuff, like, you know, but... Also, the Hiltons, the JW Marriotts, yeah. Marriott Marquis, they have been coming up. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Aloft, which because their price yeah. point and their actual modern design. Hotel Indigo is another one that I um, I frequently visit. Uh, I'm a a W and, and and Western fan, more so the W. I am a, a huge fan. Here's a plug: if you go to Miami. And you don't want to be on South Beach side because of Memorial Day weekend and all the foolery and stuff. Head over to Bayside, that faces actual city of Miami, yeah. and hit up the Mondrian Hotel. It's uh, pretty dope. Um, the pancakes are awesome. They have a little bit of a lemony cinnamon fa- cinnamon flavor to them, and so that's that's I definitely experienced that. So that's pretty that's pretty dope. So. Uh, we talked about the the concierge. We talked about getting into the room and everything. I think that that is a, a really a really good like just to get the trip on the right hand. Mm-hmm. Make sure when you leave the room, blow out the candles. One of the other things that you want to find out from your front desk is what snacks or free or complimentary meals that they have. Like the the hotel in Phil. I went to Philadelphia. I didn't ask this question. 
and I came downstairs for something. My car got decode. Um, my car got deactivated for whatever reason, uh-huh. and so I came back downstairs, and they had pretzels. I was like, oh shoot, and I had to take my vitamins anyway. And I was like, oh pretzels, I'll, like fresh, like soft break pretzels, not like the oh, okay. soft, like soft pretzels. I was like, oh, what little mustard packets? I was like, yeah, I'll take this. A lot of uh, a lot of hotels will have like in fruit infused uh, water. Mm-hmm. At their at their front desk, yeah. especially in Miami, warmer clients would definitely have that. Yeah. That's pretty dope. The uh, also see if they have, there's a continental complimentary yeah. continental breakfast or. That's good. That's so. That's something good to know, guys. When we talking about continental, I didn't know this until probably like <laughs> two or three years ago, and I worked in the hospital. Continental simply means that there will be essentially food down there. It's not going to speak to any qualitative element of breakfast. So when somebody says continental, you get down there and it says and it's a banana or apple, which is not a bad breakfast by the way, um, and some coffee and some like toast. <laughs> that's continental breakfast. So I recently, I recently have foregone breakfast completely as an individual. Mm-hmm. Like so, I am now only eating two main meals a day and snacks throughout. And so uh, the definition of continental breakfast is a light breakfast typically consists of coffee rolls, butter, and jam. And that's exactly what it is. You'll, you'll get a – you'll get – it's everything's cold for a second. There's nothing cooked down there. Yeah. So it's a bagel or it might be some croissants with some jam, some butters. There's going to be some toast and some, and some coffee. <laughs> and, some, and some fruit. And so like I said, that's, that's not actually a bad idea. But this is where you rely on your concierge if you get up. And it's like 10 o'clock and you like, yo, I'm hungover. And the first thing, most people don't know that the real cure to hungover is a solid meal. And it distracts your brain from all the other things that it's trying to recover from. Your concierge could recommend you to a really good brunch spot. And your concierge can also make that reservation for you. So when you stumble in drunk the night before and you had a good report of your concierge, you say, hey, uh, remember yeah. me? Hey, can you, can you? Can you book me for some brunch tomorrow? And then what they'll also do is they'll give you, hotels will give you a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. I will say the sound of an actual landline ringing will wake me up more than any other sound next to a gunshot. <laughs> uh, so that is um, one of those. The Also, the other, the other dope hack is to find out what shuttle services the hotel that you're staying at has whether it's a shuttle service to and from the airport a shuttle service to hubs or to shopping or shuttle service to downtown those and find out what that schedule is and kind of plan your day around that because there's there's a few dollars you can save on uber you can you know find out what that that time frame is and everything right because now you're all on the shuttle like hey where are you guys from yeah that's dope and so the other hotel hack that we didn't mention is you don't have to stay at a hotel yeah we haven't even gone down a rabbit hole of airbnb we haven't gone down the rabbit hole of like you know like stay with your in-laws like we we stayed and we didn't spend sorry we did spend a few dollars when we stayed in london and that was at a gift because we stayed with a friend of a friend's grandmother that's dope. <laughs> like it was a different experience, A, because we were in London, two, uh, she was a, a, 
older and everything smelled like mothballs when we got done. But we love you, <laughs> But that was that is something that you can figure, especially if there's understanding. Like for prime example, if someone were to come and stay with me and be like, yo, look, I just need a place to rest my head. I'm gonna be out ripping and running. I'm like, yo, here go Keo, you good? Like if, especially the homie, like I know that's all you're doing. Like that is awesome to have that ability to do that in a city like New York, like yeah. London, like Even San like Francisco, LA, LA uh, yeah. to find a friend and be like, look, I just need a place to lay my head. So, and that way you don't have to socialize. I will say we 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 were we felt a little obligated to socialize with her because she was an older lady living in a house by herself. So I can understand like. That, that feeling and it was cool to find out just because she did live in the states at one point excuse me she didn't live in the states she lived in the West Indies the right? West Indies and then moved to pretty young moved to uh, London so okay. to have those stories and stuff like that and I, I, like, I prefer to pull some wisdom out of yeah. older people and don't and, I mean listen guys even if you are a little bit older like don't be afraid to couch surf like I think that that's something that a lot of people will talk about but actually we can jump down that rabbit hole next time is so we can stay here for a little sec um so you didn't feel like staying at a hotel and listen sometimes it's it just it's smarter to stay with a friend or to do an airbnb so we'll talk about some of those benefits as well um next time i think that's right. a smart a, a so, good transition yeah because i stayed at an airbnb um in new orleans Yep. And it was me, my wife, her best friend, their kid, and her best friend's husband's sister, husband, Baby and mama, cousins. No, I mean it. It ended up. It ended up being like we ended up getting a, a whole house, okay. and it ended up being cheaper than you getting, yeah. Than if we would have got individual rooms. Yeah. And so that worked. That ended up working out. Yeah. And even my family and I were trying to plan a trip to DC, and we're looking at. Airbnb yeah. houses and also it's just a little different like I, I remember the, in 08 I went to Miami it was for a certain um it was for a celebratory event uh and we ended up renting renting a house and it was dope like we were right there on Collins and yeah. we were staying outside like yo where y'all staying at yo this house like the whole house yep the whole house ours. and came and so that house granted it was about it slept 20 but I think it was only like 12 of us that stayed there. Okay. It came with a butler. <laughs> like, oh, it, it, came, it came, like, it was also like. Talking about service. <laughs> so, it was like, it came with a. And so, that, that's that's a different feel. Like, yeah. that's a different, like, if you really want to do these large group vacations, while hotels will have block rates, they will have group rates and stuff yeah. like that. Man, you can, you can, we were right there in Collins. Like the house was dope, it had an indoor pool, like in a butler. In a butler, like we came downstairs, like, oh, continental breakfast, okay. That's the and one. he was like, do you guys want omelets? Uh, yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> so, but we'll definitely talk about that next. We're week. definitely gonna talk about that there. The next episode, episode eleven, the topic will be. So now you're at the hotel, you're in that city, and it's just being away. From home hacks, uh, and then we'll start talking about your return travel, and then we'll we'll move it on from there. So reach out to us uh, on our, any of our social media platforms. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Catch us on Tumblr as well. Uh, yeah. Facebook is coming. Uh, trying to figure out if we should do a Facebook fan page, which I think we are going to do. 
uh, shoot us an email. Um, we should we do a Google call in number? No, we're gonna no, we're not gonna do a Google call in number. We're gonna start doing live podcasts. Yeah. I think that's gonna be pretty dope. I'm seeing a lot of traction with that. Yeah. And then um, after travel hacks, we'll move on to to the next hack, and we'll jump down those rabbit holes. We'll, we're taking all suggestions. If anyone wants to be a guest on the podcast, hit us up. We you, we record in town, but it doesn't matter with with anchor uh, plug. We can call you up. And have you be a guest on the podcast. So it's, it's, it's nothing like that. Um, before we head out of here, we're going to finish up traditionally how we do with our post notes. Yes. You have your post note ready? No, you're writing it. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, my post it is based on what we were talking about that you should never feel out of, sp- out of place no matter what the space. So. Yeah, you out here spitting bars, yo? You know what I'm saying? I got a hot two that was a hot one it wasn't even two bars um but yeah in, in reality you should never feel out of place no matter where you are um there should be a semblance of home even if you know we talk about next week staying in an airbnb or staying with friends of friends they have a very unique way of making guests feel at home 90 percent of the time very rarely have i ever heard of bad experiences there so in a hotel because it can be such a cold sterile place make sure that you are you know, never feeling out of place no matter what your space is. So, I'm embarrassed a little bit. You better drop a quote from somebody. No, no, no. So, my post-it note was actually your post-it note from last week. Not verbatim, but it was like, hey, always be ready because there's no time to be unprepared. Yeah. Always be prepared. And so, I I went back to my notes and it (laughs) said, stay ready so you don't have to be ready. So, I am going to... Come up with one. A freestyle. <laughs> a, a freestyle. Uh, this is a tough one here. That's, this, 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 this is a real tough one here when we're talking about um, travel hacks and everything. And the one thing I can always say is I might have a blank on this one. No. I, I really might have. I really might have a blank on this one. And so no, hold on for a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're going back. We're going back to my. So here, here's, here's one. Is because we we just finished breaking bread, and sought after you would put high quality fuel into your vehicles you put high quality fuel into your body listen we only got one body that we can that we can rock out with and so really keep in mind or be conscious of what you actually use for your fuel Um, there's a lot of things out there that aren't necessarily healthy for you like i'm on my presbyterian kick right now two not two weeks i had to relapse on saturday i had a burger beef burger but it, no bun though did you say presbyterian you're on yes. a presbyterian yeah what what you said he's on his presbyterian no he's not, <laughs> he's not Baptist. He's presbyterian. so but no one of those things that i i am starting to become very focused on is high quality Food and high quality does not always mean expensive. Yeah, Rachel. So high quality food. So what my actual post note is: mind your fuel. That's the post note. 
Now I just want you to know I already know it's gonna be somebody like, man, that didn't have nothing to do with what they were talking about this whole time. But it's still deep. So no, so so wait, no, so here, let me tie this in. There you go. Is people have a tendency to eat very bad or make bad food choices when they travel because it's like, hey, we're out living, we're, we're we can live lavishly, and you know we're on vacation, why not enjoy yourself? And what that does is it ends up you end up eating bloated. So one knows you work out all the way, you literally starve yourself, you work out all the way up to your vacation to Miami. You're good for those two days, and then the two days you, now you at the beach with the shirt on because yeah. you're you you know you've eaten away your six pack. And so you bloated. You're bloated and everything. And so that's something where people struggle with. Like I actually, you know, witnessed that. Like, hey, you're away, especially if you go somewhere exotic like Mexico. Or we went. We didn't eat too much crazy when we we're in London. When we we're in Paris. We did eat crazy, but the food over here different. Like we didn't. <laughs> like somehow I might have lost weight eating all that bread and wine and cheese. Like somehow yeah. I might have lost weight. But I, I noticed that, you know, some people, um, people have the, ten- we have a, the tendency when we travel is to go all the way in the wrong direction. Like, we're very stringent when we're here mm-hmm. because it's familiar. So that was one that, and that plays into one of the couple of hacks that we talked about in episode nine was finding the convenience store, find your snacks and yeah. stuff like that. So that way, when your blood sugar is low, you're not reaching for M&Ms, you reach into your bag yeah. for a granola bar. And so I witnessed that I'll when... M&Ms today. <laughs> When we were, this is how I found about the being charged for the bag in San Francisco because we went to the Target, was like, yo, you know what, we need to get some snacks. Yeah. Snacks that we control, snacks that are normal to us. And also, not only is it less expensive than like going to like the convenience store or the little uh, shop at the hotel, yeah. it's stuff that you are normally used to. Like you can get back into that normal routine. So, mind your fuel when traveling is my post it note. That's how, and that's how I tied in, just in case. Thought it was just some randomness because he couldn't couldn't think about it. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm I'm making that note. Um, we appreciate all the listeners. Um, we're wrapping this up, and thank you for listening. We appreciate it. We're gratitude. Yes. Uh, reach out with us any questions. If there's any improvements, we are, we take all critique and criticism. Yes. And um, we are fully focused on making ourselves better and making delivering the most to our listeners. So find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Excuse me, Facebook coming. Uh, Instagram, Tumblr. And um, this is Mr. Misfit. I Appreciate you. Here. Peace.